0: To the Complete Geeks Podcast, Episode Fifty Five. I am Organic, joined here today
1: <laughs> by <laughs> me, Bob. Hello,
0: Bob. Uh, what's up? Nothing. I guess uh, I'm stuck with you today since Toast is out and about in Europe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at Europe. Oh, look at me. I'm almost so fucking fancy. <laughs> Don't have coronavirus. I can travel freely.
0: Yep. <laughs> So he is in, uh, Hungary? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> he's been sharing some of his adventures and do some very, uh, Fallout-looking bars.
1: <laughs> yeah, which was very, very odd. But he's he seems like he's having a blast, so that's that's awesome. Yeah, I'm sure everybody else
0: around him is miserable because that's <clears throat> just the type of person he is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he just emanates misery. <laughs> Just, he just, just,
0: he just the, the soul guy with one little rain cloud following him around Yep.
1: yup, he just walks into a room and everybody starts fist fighting He's like, having, uh, it happens Having 20 fist fights
0: on people thinking that he's from Ireland
1: Yup, yeah, the motherland <laughs> he's, gonna right. listen, he's gonna listen to this episode <laughs> 15 seconds and it's just like, fuck these two, I hate them
0: So, oh. anyways, let's get into it What you been up to?
1: Uh... Not too, too much um, on This past Wednesday I played d d with the boys I'll wait till Toast gets back Next week they go into more depth But that was a lot of fun as usual um, The one part I will say it was funny Because like Toast, because he was in a I guess he was in like an Airbnb And it's like 2 o'clock in the morning He couldn't sit there and talk So we had to like look at like the chat And everything that was built into Foundry Just to make sure that he was like talking and stuff but it was really funny. It was just like a silent partner, but he made through just fine. So that was cool. Um, yesterday, my best friend and I, we, uh, decided to go out action figure hunting and see what we can come up with. And the reason <laughs> it, it was funny. Cause we were out from like 10 o'clock in the morning to like four o'clock in the afternoon, just going to various like targets and Walmarts and stuff like that, like yeah. in and out, in and out type of things. Uh, the reason why I don't go action figure hunting anymore and I get frustrated with it, especially with everything that's going on now, I went out to all these stores and found absolutely nothing. Oof. Yeah, it was bad. I, ordered, I ended up like, I was like, this is why I order shit off of eBay. Like the, the 20 or $40 I spent going all day looking for something, I did not find it because I was looking for the, uh, the NECA April set. Cause that came out, and I was like, "I'll find it," and nothing. Okay, absolutely nothing. you do realize
0: that popped up for uh, pre-order yesterday. Yeah, I think it
1: was. Yeah, and I passed out during. And I passed out because I took a nap. No, no, <laughs> I missed it. It was like ten minutes. It was up for like ten minutes. I was like, "Fuck!" So I ended up ordering all of eBay. I didn't pay too much extra for it, but it's like one of those things where like my time and my time and effort yesterday definitely made it worth it, just purchasing it off of Ta- there.
0: Time's fucking valuable.
1: Oh, yeah, it was, it was, and it wasn't like, it isn't like I'm paying, like, an astronomical amount. I think I paid, like, 25 over retail, which, to be honest, the time all the gas, time and effort, and the fucking risk I take into going into all these stores, I was just, I was over it. I was like, man, fuck this. I bought a pop. I bought a pop for the <laughs> wife, and that was it. And that was at the very last store.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you get a chance to pre-order Metalhead? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. I
1: pre-ordered, yeah. Did you, Uh, and... Super Shredder's up for pre-order now.
0: Yeah, I I can't go beyond the Turtles in Time series. I will okay, get too, you I will get way too carried away with them. Yeah, you can't
1: you can't go into like the you can't go into like the movie stuff and everything. I understand. I'm fucking so I'm so deep into this. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, and then uh, outside of that, I had, at least I had a couple pickups yesterday because. My buddy was saving some stuff for me. I uh I got the vintage uh T M N T set that you got, the one where they all come on the classic card backs. Yeah. Yeah, it was a uh he had that for me, so I picked that one up. Um it's a it's, a it's
0: a cool package. I like oh, it yeah. a
1: lot. I think it's I think it's cool because like a lot of times when they did those like cards, like the vintage cards like later like earlier on, they had to slap like some kind of like retro label or, you know, vintage or something like that. These are just straight up like regular card backs and they look really nice, so, yeah, I'm definitely going to hang up that set. It looks awesome. And then uh, I picked up a couple other things. I picked up the... There's an import company called Mafex. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that does uh, That does really, really nice figures, and they released a, a, a hush Batman. Okay. That looks fantastic, and uh, I was seeing if I could find a picture of it. Let's see. That's the black one, but... let will see. Yeah, there's a... Uh, let's see if I can send you this. Do, do, do. Pay no mind to me, folks. You can look up Hush Batman if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Let's see. Now, going, go. going back into TM, TMNT real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get any of... Did you pre-order any of the Super 7 stuff that they were doing? Yes. Okay, did any of them show up yet?
1: No, nothing Nothing showed up yet because I didn't pre-order directly from Super 7. I wish I okay. did. But from what people were showing me for that, the raft that came out in the first series, like, that, that is, like, probably one of the figures of the year for me. It looks amazing. And then somebody, of course, showed a side-by-side picture of, like, the Super 7 one in the same pose as the uh, the vintage one. Yep. And I'm just like, fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've... I didn't didn't care for the price of that series, but um, the the Baxter one, man. I, yeah, oh, so I do.
1: I did snag the Glow in the Dark Baxter, the San Diego Comic Con exclusive, and that figure is huge. Like it's way bigger than I thought it was going to be. Really? And yeah. It's and with Super Seven, the reason why the prices are so expensive is because they are like, regardless of how they act, they're still a super small company. So they're like, all the figures are made to order. Okay. So, yeah so the pre-orders are only open for like a month and then they make whatever figures and of course they make a couple extra for customer service stock or whatever. Yep. But like a lot of the companies that you're ordering from, they order directly from Super 7. So like that's the reason why the figures are so expensive and once they're done, they're done. They're valued because they, they want to keep it. It's like sort of like it's a cool model but sort of a stupid model. Like unless you buy like multiples in the beginning, you're you, unless you feel like paying like Close to $200 for, like, I know the RAF is going to go for stupid money. Like, once all the Turtles come out, they're all going to go for stupid money. Because everybody's panicking now because the RAF sold out. And so a lot of people are scrambling to try to find one. And it's it's going to be it's going to be a nightmare later on. I mean, even, I wanted the Super 7 Toxie. And I still end up paying, like, 80, 90 bucks for it. Because I didn't get it during the pre-order. And I was like, whoop, fuck myself.
0: Damn. <laughs> yeah. The the one I've really been tossed up on on looking for eBay is it was the one you posted a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the Toon Turtles. I believe you said it's a metal body.
1: So those are uh yeah. So those are uh those are those are the SH Figure Arts ones. I actually uh that's one of the pickups that I got. I actually got a set of those the other day for 150 bucks. No kidding. Yeah, they had them on they had them on like liquidation for like 35 each on Bluefin's website. They sold out in like 2 minutes. It was like a win buy and cuz I wanted a different I wanted a set, a set because they come with alternate heads and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh I wanted a set with like they're pretty much almost the the most accurate like toon turtles. Yeah, I really I really like really yeah.
0: the coloring on them.
1: Yeah, I'm sure if you I'm sure if you skulked around, I'm sure you'd be able to find them on the cheap. Just don't order anything from like China directly cuz most likely they'll be bootlegs. Oh, yeah. Well like yeah, their uh, their legs and everything are all die cast. So they're like really they like you pick up the figure and you're like, Why the fuck is this thing so heavy? And they they stand really well. Yeah, they're they're super nice figures.
0: <laughs> yeah, go- going into bootleg in China.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have done some more research on the those end tables that I talked about last week. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: what happened with those?
0: Well <laughs> still haven't received any, but I did find a article on Google that basically says push come to shove i'm either going to get a chunk of wood or i'm going to get something for a phone and they will not send the right thing and then i'm gonna have to fight it so that'll be fun
1: when we get there i think you would be funny if you got like a hunk of wood and it was a phone charger like just a plug (laughs) (laughs) that'd be funny as shit they look charging end table fuck you
0: which like, I've read it and I wasn't even pissed because I know I'm going to get a good laugh about it.
1: Oh, yeah. It's going to definitely be a funny-ass story. Uh, and it's going to come in some... Somehow they'll find a fucking mailer bag big enough to fit all the end tables into one bag. <laughs> there's been There's just so many times I've, I've ordered, like, bootleg figures from China. And I'm like, I don't understand how this thing made it here. Like, you literally shoved it in a bag with nothing around it. It's just literally figure, bag, ship. Yeah. Oh. But other than that, outside of all that different stuff, that's it's pretty much been me. How about you?
0: Um, this week um, I basically work has still kind of kind of been getting a little normalized, where I'm hoping to get back to my routine of playing some games. That's but,
1: good. Are you are you still working like wacky hours where you're working like early in the morning, late at night, and stuff like that, or is it like normalized sort of schedule again? <laughs>
0: I, I can essentially leave when I want to at night. Okay. Um, it's just I have so much on my plate that I get caught up in trying to get stuff accomplished even though it's not realistic of getting it done in a day. Right. That's just my work style, but um, it's, it's getting better. I mean, 7 o'clock is a pretty good night to get out.
1: Oh, that's good. At least you're not working those because I know before you were working those like wacky ass hours where it was like you're like two o'clock in the morning you're like hey I'm here and it's like why <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <You know>? yeah.
0: <laughs> that's but, good I mean, yeah and I I have to get into some games to get into the game of the year talks
1: yeah really yeah, you got a lot of catching up to do
0: yeah and then um, once again going back to TikTok and the garbage that they sell me I got <laughs> a pop up happened for a vinyl mail order service I think it's just vinyl.com, hmm. and it's a curated collection based on kind of the questions that they ask. So I joined that for a year. So I'm, I think it was three three hundred and forty dollars for thirty six vinyls. That's not bad. Yeah, it's, it's not bad when you break it down. But yeah, I feel like I'm gonna get thirty six like just complete garbage <laughs> records. Uh,
1: oh, so they're random? Oh shit. Yeah,
0: they, they are very random, but I don't know. We'll see how it is. It'll be kind of like the monthly surprise.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the way you look at it. And if anything, then you just got a bunch of garbage filler in your record collection.
0: And then outside of that, my, my daughter has picked up a love of just complete trash TV with Uh-oh. me. So our nightly routine has been watching the ABC show, Holy Moly, which is that <laughs> mini golf show.
1: Oh my oh what the I never <laughs> heard of that but
0: you've never heard of it with uh no. Rob Riggle? No. It's 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 okay. It's kind <laughs> it's kind of like Wipeout and mini golf. Nice. And then also uh AFV on Disney Plus. I I've, I've never heard I've never heard somebody laugh so hard at like just That's these adorable. stupid videos.
1: I mean, to be fair, like, AFE, there was a kick for a while there where I was watching a lot of it. Because it's just... I don't know. It's, like, just wholesome ridiculousness.
0: Yeah. I wish they had the old uh, Bob Saget episodes on there. Oh, yeah. W- going way back.
1: <laughs> right? And
0: then, also, there is another show that we were watching that's on USA called Cannibal. Hmm. And that is pretty much a direct rip of Wipeout. That is... I... I would be shocked if it was not filmed on the same set.
1: Really? But, yeah,
0: it's just good nonsense.
1: <laughs> well, it's like, it's something that you can watch with, uh, with your daughter, too. It's not something where it's like, you're like, oh, shit, I can't watch this. So that's no. always awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. Last, last time I had a, like, a thing like that was when I was trying to watch the boys with her in the room.
1: Oh, God. yeah, Jesus Christ. First,
0: first episode was fine. Second episode, not so much. And still have yet to fully finish the season. Yeah. Which I need to get on that.
1: Which I totally understand why.
0: <laughs> and then the one other thing that I watched this week was the Netflix doc... Well, Netflix didn't do it, but it was the UFO documentary with Bob Lazar. Oh. Um, I don't know if you've ever watched any of that stuff.
1: No, I... I... My wife loves uh, UFO stuff, but I can't get into it because, like, some of the people that are just talking about, like, their abductions and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, really? It, yeah,
0: Bob, Bob Lazar, I, I caught it because I was watching on YouTube. He did a sit-down with Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. And supposedly he worked at, uh, he, he called it some other site, but it was in reference to Area 51 or just in the vicinity <laughs> of it. Area but, 52. <laughs> And he he supposedly worked on some of the ships that they had in the eighties. He he came out with this story. Um, it's very interesting, but it's like just extremely skeptical on yeah. some of the things that he just can't remember. Hmm. But I don't know. I, I get into those kind of rabbit holes sometimes.
1: Oh, no, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just I like I said, I can't get into it. Like but like I said, my wife she she eats that stuff up. She loves like any kind of like weird UFO thing. And so, so
0: so she's more on the what Dan Aykroyd side of believing
1: everything. <laughs> yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so like because it was like the first episode of the New Unsolved Mysteries. It was like of course somebody got abducted by aliens. And it's like I can't take it seriously. And I'm sitting here watching it and I'm like, Man, fuck it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yeah,
0: But yeah, that's that's been about it on that side. Um, what that was... about
1: you for games? Uh, games, uh, of course, this is where cut the toast yelling at me. I'm still playing Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I'm just about to hit Act 3. And yeah, I've been playing around with the photo mode like a ridiculous amount lately. And way more than usual. And it's just, I don't know. Like, I fell in love with it. The fact that, like, they have it set up so perfectly that you don't have to go into a menu or anything. There's so many times, like... It's almost like a quick time thing, like where I see a good shot and I'm like, "Hurry up and hitting the right uh, the right D pad just to see if I can activate the camera to go over and get it." Now, <laughs> the yeah.
0: stupid question reference to photo mode: mm-hmm. What does the PlayStation do with your photos that you take?
1: Um, so, if you hit the share button, you will just save it.
0: And does that just go, can you pull those up through the console? or Yep, is it, through, oh, yep. Okay. It,
1: it saves it in a thing called a capture gallery. So like all your videos and all your photos, and then it sorts it all by game. So when you go into your capture gallery, like if you look up Ghost of Tsushima, you can go over and see everything that you've taken in there. And then also you can go over and sort it even further, like when you're in the game by screenshots or by, or by video. And then from the videos, you can trim them down. I don't know if you can trim down photos exactly, but you can trim all that stuff down, they can share it where you want to share it. Okay. Yeah, cuz that's how I, like that's how I saved like the Fall Guys stuff like all that stuff that I showed on Fall Guys that I posted to Twitter is all coming directly from my PlayStation. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's that's one of the things that like I really like with the PlayStation over the Xbox. It's like the ease of doing all that stuff. It's like super simple and you can do all that stuff you can edit and send out all that stuff without ending your game so you can trim down like your you can trim down like all of your videos and everything like that and you can post it to Twitter within seconds of you actually playing the game very cool yeah so yep so I've just been playing with photo mode a lot like a lot of the same shots in different colors like doing different like you know like focus distance and and yeah it's just it's such a good photo mode and, and that's where I, like that's where I have trouble blowing through the game because I keep on stopping and pulling up shots, but yeah it's uh that and then well, before we started the uh before we started recording, I started downloading the new samurai jack game battle through time yep yeah it's been it's been getting good reviews and a lot of people are like it reminds them of like an old like older style p s two like hack and slash and it goes through like the samurai jack like series like you know, the one that's on Cartoon Network. And all the reviews and everything are pretty solid and it looks like a decent game. It's it was only a forty dollar game and I was like I was like, eh, why not? And so it's one of the in limited runs doing a physical version of the game, but it doesn't come out till the end of the year. Oh. And are it they? came out I Yeah. See. But it came out the it came out now or for digital and I was like, man, fuck this. I was like, I save ten dollars and I get to play it now. Cool. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much it not for bad. me yeah, not bad. That's pretty much it for me gaming-wise. How about you? Still after
0: my first one of Fall Guys. Oh. Um, a lot of heartbreak. I've had two two of the ones running up the hill where you have to grab the crown that mm-hmm. I just got shit on. Just bad timing I, of getting up there.
1: I'm pretty much destined not to win that one.
0: <laughs> I, I know. I think it was Toast that even mentioned that he's, he's made it up there and hit the crown before somebody else and somebody else got the win. Yeah, that that will be my scenario.
1: It's it's like all about how you grab it. I I don't really understand the grabbing thing. Like the only ones I've ever won were the only ones I've ever won were the foxtail ones. And yeah, that's pretty <sighs> much it for me wind wise. You had to mention the
0: foxtail. Oh shit! So I was playing the other morning before work, mm. and for first time ever, final round, it was only me and one other person. <clears throat> and I was like, holy shit! Od- odds are in my favor. So, of course, it popped up the Foxtail one. I did not start with Foxtail. That is a nightmare to play with only one person.
1: Oh, I can imagine.
0: (laughs) It's just not enough going on. No. So, finally, I got the Foxtail with probably about 20 seconds left, and immediately, he made the turn and snatched it right back from me. God. I, yeah. Yeah. I wanna wanna be like playing that game more in the morning, but it just ruins my entire day. <laughs> it's and like I know I was it, sending you guys messages. I'm
1: like, fuck this.
0: Yeah, it's like I'm you want to.
1: It's it's like do you want to go through that scenario of like, do I want to be aggravated or do I want to be in a good mood? Just fucking starting immediately in the morning. Because there were definitely a couple times where like like you said playing the foxtail game where I'm just like, oh my god, fuck this game, I hate it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I've I've transitioned to. Not playing it so much in the morning, but mm-hmm. kind of adding in. My daughter and I will play a couple games, so we'll hand it off until we get eliminated. Nice. And just trying to keep it a little more low-key, but mm-hmm. even playing it in front of her,
1: I struggle. <laughs> I'm waiting for, her, waiting for her to slip up and cuss one day, like, motherfucker, and you're just Oh, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and oh, then, shit.
0: outside of that, I picked up PGA 2K20. Uh, Nice. I was really high hopes for it because it's essentially a golf club. I've been playing the golf club since it's come out. So we have had Golf Club, Golf Club 2, Golf Club 19, which is where 2K got involved. So they fully dropped the golf club name. Now it's PGA, 2K20. They have some pros. It's a lot more RPG elements to it, but I've spent two nights trying to play it and i they really jacked up the controls. Oh really? Was it like how so? Um, all of the controls are completely different from the previous years. Oh, that's um, unfortunate. I I think if you're not familiar with the game before, you'll be absolutely fine. They do make a lot of sense, but it's just for a lot of the diehards playing that it's it's a very tough thing to get over. Hmm. And they've They've made the accessibility to the game a lot better because it was essentially like a fully sim style game, but now they've added a lot of tweaks to basically every aspect of the game to make it more approachable for like you have like the, the Tiger Woods type people that want a more arcade experience, which is good, Mm -hmm. but it's just finding, finding the right tweaks to where you want it or how you played it previously
1: is a little tough. Hmm. That's a that's that's unfortunate. It's it it sucks because like you you want things to change, you want things to be updated, but then sometimes things get changed too much to the point where you're just like, uh, I don't feel like fucking dealing with this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I I do think in the long run though it'll be good for the series, mm-hmm. and I think uh, well, I hope that two K doesn't get carried away with it like they've done with NBA in the past. Of just very microtransaction based, I see little little glimpses of, glimpses of it um, going through kind of the menus and what you can do with your offer. But until I probably have a good week or two dive into it, I won't know for sure.
1: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's not. It just sucks. Like it's that's the only shitty part. Like with this whole entire thing with you know with microtransactions, especially when it comes to like sports games and stuff, because. A lot of these companies they want they want to eventually like move into like you only buy one version of the game for like ten years and you just keep on buying it like in terms of like just paying for updates and stuff and they want to move into games as a service but there's just a lot of things where it's like why people are buying these games regardless and they're spending their money on it like you're not doing a whole lot of maintenance to them you're you're just maintenance you know doing maintenance you're not really updating them so it's like why why have these people try to force them in force them into doing stuff in terms of microtransactions, then it doesn't help either that sometimes it enables like pay to win scenarios where it's like, yeah, it's just, it sucks.
0: So we'll, we'll see where it goes. I'm going to keep trying it. I'm sure the controls are going to click at some point, but
1: yeah, it just might be one of those things where it takes a little bit of time to figure out, you know, figure out things and getting stuff down. Yep. Yeah. So,
0: jumping on from that, nice. it's, a, it's a decent little news week. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to let you lead off because you watched, actually, a lot of this DC fandom stuff.
1: Yeah, so they had the... I, I, I keep on getting the... I don't know if it's fandom or dome. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's fandom. Um, let me see. DC fandom. Yup, it's definitely DC fan Dome it's a uh it was a 24 hour streaming show that they did over the over the course of like yesterday yep yeah it was yesterday and so they I mean pretty much DC came out swinging for the fences in terms of showing off what they were they were showing off like some of the highlights they showed off the new Batman trailer um, the actual film they showed off uh they showed off the a trailer for the Snyder cut of Justice League Yeah. Um, two big things uh WB Montreal's, they showed off Gotham Knights which is their new game and they showed off Rocksteady's new game which is Suicide Squad. And All so, right. Well, let's
0: let's dive into those uh, one by one cuz mm-hmm. there's uh going to be a lot of talk on a Batman trailer.
1: Uh that looks way better than I thought it was going to be.
0: I I was honestly I was I was blown away. I Yeah. A lot of people are had a significant issues with uh, robert pattinson but he's really broke out into a lot of different roles i didn't mm-hmm. have any issue with that i think i had some issues with some of the the leaks of his costume that yeah. just looked odd out of place kind of the car um see seeing the trailer i do not have that fear at all
1: right and so so the whole entire thing with 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 the Batman in terms of like Robert Patterson's character and seeing the suit and everything. Um, This is more of like a comic book based off of like Batman year one and Batman year two. So really like this Batman is supposed to be that young. He's supposed to be like a lot of his stuff is supposed to be like homegrown quote unquote, like in terms of just building a lot of the stuff because he's only in his second year of doing this. Like he's just now establishing himself as a, as a, you know, a actual entity in terms of gotham city um one of the cool things i did find out about it is uh like you saw commissioner gordon in the trailer yeah i believe he's actually gonna be an hbo max show called gotham pd oh, which is gonna way. actually run in the same like universe as that and yeah it's for hbo max and i was like well that's actually pretty dope i actually will watch something like that it was more of like a gritty like superhero based stuff because like gotham was cool but like it i don't know it just seemed like it was too hokey for me like give me something that's a little bit darker and grittier and stuff like that, like that, like essentially the Batman trailer. So yeah. a couple of things that you highlighted from it, I'm really fucking excited that it's going to be the Riddler. That's that's who his main villain is going to be. Yeah, like the person you saw with the duct tape moving with the glasses and stuff. Like when he was stretching out the duct tape and stuff, that was actually a shot of him. So the Riddler in comic book wise is more detective based than just Batman fighting everybody and batman you know being batman and so it's cool to see like that aspect of it like you know you're actually i'm hoping that you actually see more detective work of you know batman as a as a thinker and doing those kind of things rather than just being a a stone cold brute so it's it's i am really fucking excited for it um apparently colin farrell as the penguin was in a shot and i didn't realize it was him
0: (laughs) man i didn't catch that
1: yeah there's a there's a shot in it where colin colin farrell's uh in his full makeup as the penguin and it's like holy shit <laughs> i'm i'm very shocked that they
0: pieced this much of the trailer together considering i don't even think they've reached like 50 percent of this movie being filmed
1: no i mean because they they were doing a lot of the filming and then everything happened with the coronavirus and yep i, I want to say a lot of it stopped but I don't know from from what they have so far it is it is very it is definitely piqued my interest.
0: Yeah, I I do very much love the director that's doing it.
1: Mm-hmm. And and I like too honestly like you heard Robert Patterson talk like in the one part of it, and there was like no voice modulator, no no like you know I'm Batman like it was like no gruff, it was like <laughs> it was like actually it was like okay cool like you're actually going to use your actual voice for it. That makes it more interesting he, to me. <laughs> he, he
0: does have a little bit of Spider-Man 3 hair.
1: Oh, yeah, that's Spider-Man 3. It was really <laughs> funny because I saw both of the pictures side by side of him yeah. and Toby Maguire, and I was like, is that the same? Fuck, it's not the same person. Fuck! <laughs> um, and then
0: everybody going crazy of the, the constant issue with Batman is he actually has the black eye makeup.
1: Yep. I thought but, that was dope. But that part of
0: just him just beating the fuck out of that guy and just going like I'm here for vengeance
1: yeah Well, then and then it was cool too it was like he beat the piss out of that guy and then it cut to the shot of the whole entire group like seeing him beat the piss out of this guy and not like they all just look like oh my god like it's so it's like it's is seeing that like the wheels were turning like the fear in their eyes it's like that's 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 Batman as a whole it's like he's supposed to be a a scary person. And then you saw the shot where somebody shot him in the chest and it was like bulletproof. And the guy like Batman didn't drop. He just like looked at him and it's like, that's the kind of shit that, you know, it was the same way, like Arkham origins, like the video game actually put it like best, like where you hear like a lot of the conversations with the, uh, with all the different bad guys and stuff. And they talk to one another and they're like, you hear this guy, he's dressed up as a bat. And it's like, I didn't hear he was a bat. I heard he was like, I didn't hear he was a man. I heard he was a monster. And, like, hearing shit like that, it's, like, the rumor mill starting and people figuring it out and the fear yeah. of it. It's, like, it's I think that shit's dope.
0: Yeah, that's actually uh, funny you mention that because that's one of the reasons why I've always ranked Batman Begins over all of the other Christopher Nolan movies for yep. that doc scene. Yep. Um, I I think they were the first to nail just that complete mystery, how quickly that spreads to the haunting Imagery of what he can do, yeah, and they, they never really touch base on that again,
1: yeah. It's just like it's, yeah, it's just having that sheer level, it's like it's that sheer level of fear is just, yeah. Batman Begins for me was like I liked Dark Knight Rises or Dark Knight a lot, but I don't know, something about Batman Begins was very much like my wheelhouse in terms of a way a Batman film's done, yep. Mm-hmm. So
0: off of that and on to yep. Rocksteady's new project, Suicide Squad.
1: It looks fucking ridiculous, <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> um,
0: it. It is a. I wasn't sure how they were going to nail like the comical tone of it, mm. and the. I was hoping to get more than just the CG trailer, but mm-hmm. I. I see where they're going. I like that they're stretching their legs.
1: Yep. I like, I like the fact that they were all talking shit to each other. And the fact that they were talking shit about Deadshot. He's like, I don't know if you know. I And everyone's like, I never miss. We know. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, so, so the core characters of the Suicide Squad are Harley Quinn, King Shark, Captain Boomerang, and Deadshot. Which is in my eyes already fucking perfect. Like, you keep a core group of four. Like, you don't have a huge amount of people and... So you can actually, like, make these characters actually, you know, worthwhile and awesome. And, yeah, it's just, it's it's a cool setting. A lot of people are butthurt because they're not doing a Superman game. But, I don't know. I think they need to it's, go out of their, I think they need to go out of the box a little bit.
0: It's a very smart way to do a Superman game. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, I think so. So the opening shot that you see in the in the actual trailer, you see this big skull. With all these different lines in its head, uh, with tentacles all throughout the city. Which from a DC nerd like me automatically freaked out because that's Brainiac. Yep. So Brainiac has taken over the city and pretty much like released all these monsters and stuff. So Amanda Waller released the Suicide Squad, which they have micro they have nano bombs stuck in their head, and they were like, Pretty much you have to complete this mission or else we're gonna blow up these bombs. So they're running rampant through uh, through Metropolis, which is a totally different than Gotham City, which is even even in itself is incredible because like Gotham city, every time you saw it, it was nighttime. It was dark as shit. It was, you know, it was Gotham city. Right. And metropolis, exact opposite. It's bright. It's colorful. It's daytime. It's like exactly what you imagine in the comic books, even in the animated series, it was like that. And so you cut to that. They're all sitting there cracking jokes to one another, talking shit to one another. And then it finally get to the last shot. And they were like, you know, who's the alpha target. And, Helicopter blows up, the smoke clears, and it's fucking Superman. They're like, Look, Superman saved that helicopter pilot. (laughs) And Superman lasered that guy to death. And then you cut to a shot shot of Superman, and Superman's all possessed. And he's got, you know, these big eyes. I just love that part where, like, Captain Boomerang walks on and he was like, Did we find the alpha target? And they're all pointed. He turns around. He's like, Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And it just cuts out. (laughs) It's like, I don't know. They just, they captured everything. Perfectly for me. It was, it was cool. And then hearing certain features of the game, the whole entire game you be played uh, one to four players. So if you don't play, if you play by yourself, they're all AI controlled characters. But you can play four players through the whole entire game. I think that's fucking dope. I think it's different. A lot of people were yet again are butthurt about that. They're like, it's supposed to be single player. Well, I mean, I, th- I, I think I think it all just.
0: I have confidence in Rock State that they can nail that, because I think when you open that door to a lot of people coming into the game, it changes what that game would yep. be for single player, Yeah, but I th- out of any group, and I think we'll go into some of Gotham Knight, that's yeah. some of my concern.
1: Yeah, and the cool thing is, like at least with the single player aspect of it, you can switch characters at any time. So I think that's I think that's pretty neat. So you can change whatever character that you need, like power wise and stuff like that. But I do have confidence in Rocksteady. I think I think they would do, I think they'll do a <laughs> pun intended. I think they'll do it justice. And uh, I I don't know. I just have I have faith in them. I know a lot of people are. I think a lot of people, more people, are upset that it's a Suicide Squad game rather than it being Superman or somebody like that. Like they were immediately you know, immediately wanting a Superman game and because they got suicide squad, they're just like, a lot of people have still have a bad taste in their mouth after the first suicide squad movie. I don't know what you're talking about. Right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Which I'm shocked that James Gunn is doing a suicide squad movie. still, um, and so a lot of people I think are still butthurt about that. But I mean, honestly, like I don't care because I mean, the Batman games that came out before freaking Arkham, like, I think people don't realize like, the Batman games that came out before Arkham, most of them, like 98% of them were shit. Uh, yeah, I think it's, you're give, a, giving it some credit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, a little bit of credit. Like people, people have a tendency of forgetting, like, you know, everybody thinks that, like, Batman games only existed from Arkham on. And it's like, no, kids, like, let's go back and look at Batman Dark Tomorrow for the GameCube. There's angry video game nerds on fucking Batman games, like... Like, let's go yeah. back and look at this shit. And so, oh. it's like you have to give these, you have to give the developer more credit than they're saying because a lot of people are just like, I'm super disappointed. I can't believe they did this to us. Fuck you. They didn't do anything to anybody. They wanted to do what they wanted. It's artistic, it's artistic preference. Like if they want to make a suicide game, play it. If you don't like it, don't whine about it on Twitter. Just stop. Just don't play it. But I don't want to hear you later fucking lauding the game this is the greatest thing since sliced bread when you're just like, you know. Oh my god! I can't! I can't believe this game is shit. You're doing Suicide bad. I don't care. King Shark's fun. I like King Shark. <laughs> <laughs> and, and his character model looks ridiculous. <laughs> somebody He's, compared it. Somebody compared it to. Somebody fucked me up because somebody compared it on Twitter. Remember in Moana when he oh turned no, into like no, Yes. Yeah, no. <laughs> somebody compared. Somebody showed a picture of that, and I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> yeah, his, his his
0: scale makes sense for everybody else, but it's just yeah. like.
1: I just, I like for a fact that like, it's, it's way less serious than the Arkham games. Like I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's a sense of, there's going to be a sense of urgency and things like that when you actually play the game. But I thought it was cool that it's like something completely different than, because that's the thing too. Like if you made a Superman game and it was exactly like the Arkham games, people would bitch. They would say, oh, it's just like Batman. It's like, no, you're making something different. And so... Be open-minded, give it a shot. I think it's totally different from the games and I think it's going to be neat. I think it's crazy that they revealed the 2 years ahead of time. <laughs> that is yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cuz that's the thing at the end, you know, you saw the date and I was like, "Oh cool, I can't wait for next year 2022." Fuck. <laughs> yeah, and I think we talked a little bit about this I very
0: much think it was strictly due to the sale of the company.
1: Oh yeah, I think I think or it was definitely sale
0: to WB Games. I guess.
1: Yeah, and I think it's. I think it was that, and then also there was a lot of heavy leaks, so I think they. I, I'm sure they had something lined up, but I'm sure they weren't anticipating showing it right now. Yeah. But so. But anyway, after that, that or well, yeah, technically it was after that. Um, WB Montreal announced that they're doing a Batman game, and they showed a trailer for it, and they. They showed a lot of stuff, and yet again, this is a gorgeous game. This one actually this showed gameplay. It's in a pre-alpha build, and it was Batman Gotham, or well, it isn't even called Batman. It's called Gotham Knights. And I've,
0: I felt like the
1: the trailer
0: itself was mm-hmm. started off on a very serious tone. Yeah, and the only thing that kind of threw me off was as they announced kind of how it was split up between all the characters. That it was a very like kind of polarized in color that the, yeah. the tone of the trailer was just seemed off
1: yeah the whole entire logo thing was weird when they were like jumping through the air and the logo was coming out yeah. like etched out in the background that was strange to me um so this game yet again it's uh i want to say it's one to four players um you can play the whole entire game solo. no it's i think it's one to two players it, yeah um, it is yeah. it
0: can be two-player co-op throughout yeah
1: you can play the whole game solo or you play as two-player co-op through the whole entire game which is also a neat thing for me i'm like oh that's cool like you know you can play it solo or you can play it you know dual. i'm like that's pretty neat um so on top of that they showed off there's only there was only a couple things that like weirded me out about it because at first i thought it was a continuation of i thought it was a sequel to arkham knight mm-hmm. come to find out it's not a sequel to arkham knight it's like it's its own it's its own like entity same same style as Arkham, but, like, there are a couple things that are different. And it's not, like, the same. You know, because the, the trailer opens up with, like, Batman showing off a video that he's dead. Do you think and he's so, dead? Uh, <laughs> I, I I doubt it because it's the Court of Owls. And yeah. So, you know, and so, like, that's the thing, too. is like, a lot of people don't think, like, a lot of people think it's, like, a side. Like, a, it's, like, almost, like, the same universe, like, pseudo-universe as the Arkham game as, like, Arkham Knight, but it's not the same, you know what I mean? Because, like, Mr. Freeze is still alive. Like, Jim Gordon shouldn't have been dead. Like, he should have been alive. Like, things like that. It's, like, it's a very strange game where it takes place. I'm curious on to where it is story-wise, if it actually does take place in the Arkham universe or not. But there's no, there's no, like, neither one of the games, I I guess because they both want to get away from, like, the Arkham namesake. You know, neither one of them have like Arkham in their name, but I'm curious about where they're both going in terms of their story. Yeah, yeah. So Um,
0: I I watched, uh, I think it was the seven minutes of gameplay. Yeah. Um. After looking through it, it's probably one of the probably the more standout games that I think it's it looks very much like next gen.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, environment-wise, like, all the particle effects and everything, especially when they get into, like, the Mr. Freeze tower. Yeah, it's... And the, even even when they started doing gameplay, I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. And then uh, another thing that interested me, too, was, like, you, I guess you, it's a level-based game. So, and then enemies scale with you. And he was talking about Mr. Freeze, and, like, Mr. Freeze, like, will scale with you in terms of your level so you can't just grind out and destroy him. And his attacks will change based on what level you are. So he said he might have different attacks if you're level 5 versus like level 25. And things like that. I was like, holy shit. I was like, that sounds cool. So it doesn't doesn't just make you a freaking bat tank. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so the four characters are uh, Damian Wayne. It's pretty much every single Robin except for Batgirl. Batgirl, Damian Wayne, which is Robin. Dick Grayson, which is Nightwing. And Jason Todd, which is Red Hood. And I I think it's cool because it's almost like <laughs> it's like Ninja Turtle style. <laughs> yeah. It's like Ninja Turtle style. Yeah, of, yeah. yeah, it's because like they were showing off a thing and if you listen to the guy, he was like Damian Wayne hacked the Justice League Towers so he can teleport himself. So that's how he teleports and shit like that. And then it's just like all the different weapons, the way they shoot and the way they do stuff. It's like it's it's really neat. I I think it's I think it's cool like to branch out of the Batman is I think it's cool to branch out of the Batman Superman universe, like rather than just those two characters. Like I think a lot of people have to realize like there's way more people that exist in DC's universes rather than just Batman and Superman. It's, it's the same way with, it's the same way with like, like Marvel, you know, instead of keep on doing like just like Avengers games and stuff like that, just need to branch out more. I'll never tell you not to do a Spider-Man game, obviously, but it's, I think it's cool to branch out with these other side characters and stuff like that, especially people like casual people that never experience these characters. And, I mean, yeah, they're multiplayer games and stuff like that, but a lot of people, of course, they're whining. They're like, oh, these games are going to be games as a service. And I'm like, are they, though? I mean, there's nothing saying that yeah. they are. They're story-driven games. I don't. They just have multiplayer aspects to it. And I'm just excited because they have co-op multiplayer aspects, not just competitive. I think that's fun to me.
0: Yeah, and I th- I think going into that world there was, I mean especially Arkham City had some crossover where you were switching characters, but to be able to go about in that world and just unlock kind of kind of what it would be like to be in that world with characters or multiple on the same screen.
1: Yeah, and another thing is too is like you know one of the factions is the Court of Owls. Which I think is that's really fucking exciting because it's a newer that's a newer enemy, and uh, the whole entire concept of it is like really fascinating. I can talk a whole entire pretty much if you want to read it, look up the uh, who is it? Fuck, was it, it's it's not Scott Snyder. Um, let's see here, is Scott Snyder. Yeah, I actually met the guy at a comic book convention. He was super nice, really short. <laughs> no. Uh, definitely not him um actually yeah it would be yeah he did uh let's see there was a couple guys who did uh actual book on uh the court of Owls and it was really really good do, 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 do. yeah Greg Capullo and Scott Snyder yeah so uh yeah if you want to look it up like look up uh yeah definitely look up Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's run on Batman. And they talked about the court of vowels. and it's really cool. It's like pretty much like Gotham's elite are part of this group that pretty much like can, is, is like an assassination group? and can take out anybody that they ever wanted to. And so there's a lot of linkage between them and them taking up, taking out, you know, high prominent people. And Batman's trying to figure out, like trying to unravel the court of vowels, but every time he tries to unravel it, they just disappear it's it's really it's a really fascinating thing they send out enemies after them um they send out enemies after them that are pretty much like disposable assassins and they invade the back cave and that's where like the giant mech suit comes from anyway it's <laughs> it's 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 really fucking cool and so like to have that faction in there and also it goes over in and, and if batman were to come back it it could reference how batman could come back and things like that it's yeah it's really neat
0: yeah, it was it was a good start to, I mean, I mean, what next generation is going to be for the game side?
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, jumping into it next was we got some concept art from the Flash movie coming up.
1: Oh yeah, did you see that? You, yeah. Do you want to take that one?
0: Uh, yeah, I can jump into it. It mm-hmm. does appear to be a redesign on um, the Flash's suit from Justice League. Looks to be. Kind of more in line with what the comic book and kind of show was. A little more form-fitting. Seems to have some elemental effects within, like, the suit itself. And then we got some good old concept art of The Flash coming in. And what appears to be in the background is Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah, that
1: was... (laughs) And Michael Keaton has signed on to do that.
0: I know. And then, Um... then... confirmed Ben Affleck will reprise his role as Batman. Um I I very much want to see like a Flashpoint style movie.
1: Yeah. And so that's what they said they're like leaning towards is that. And so that's really fucking exciting for me. <laughs>
0: I just yeah. I mean it's you're lucky to have a character like that and I DC has obviously had some issues with some of their movies that have come out but yeah you can i mean you can rewrite everything right or just, and or completely sputter this into what appears to be just their version of the multiverse which i'm
1: all for and what's what i like is too is like later on in like michael keaton's like career because I was watching Thirty Rock the other day, and he was on an episode of that. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays like he, but he plays like a janitor. It's really funny. <laughs> it's, but it's like the last, the last few years of his career. Well, he does take things seriously. Like he did really well in like uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming and stuff like that. But he like acknowledges almost like he acknowledges his fan base, and I'm sure DC threw a bunch of money at him and stuff like that. But they they threw enough money a bunch of enough money at him that he knows that you know 89 batman is like the shit like that's still a film that is very watchable to this day is it is not a film that is like lost in time where you're like man this movie like i can take off the nostalgia goggles and like wow this film is actually still really decent (laughs) and
0: he is the only batman that is referred to as a year in time yeah exactly
1: (laughs) and it's like it, but it's cool that like he's willing to come back and do that again, and for the fact too that they acknowledge that Batman, like you know, it's not just like oh you know eighty nine Batman her 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 her. It's like no Tim Burton's, you know Tim Burton's Michael Keaton Batman is the shit. Like that whole suits the shit. The Batmobile is still one of the greatest Batmobiles ever fucking made. I don't care what anybody says. Yep, that's still one of the most intimidating looking cars ever made, and for the fact too that they. They asked him to come back, and he said yes. That just made me immediately excited. And plus, I like—is it Ezra Miller? Is that his yeah. name? I actually enjoy him as the Flash. Oh, I mean, that's
0: that's one of the things I hated about just, Justice League. He just wasn't in it enough, and yeah, he's like he's such a
1: goofy character, and it's like, but that's the Flash. Like I thought that was like that was a cool embodiment of him. One thing I will say uh, about the Snyder Cut: apparently, uh, Zack Snyder cut out the whole entire stupid superman exchange with batman when he comes out of the grave and you ask him do you bleed he was he was just like that he said apparently like he didn't write that line but he like zack snyder said that line literally makes no sense yeah. <laughs> i don't yeah. think it's because of the line i think it's because he cut out the stupid mustache cg <laughs> I,
0: I, I when that article came out i was like man, how do you remember him saying that and then i i watched it on youtube and i'm like oh shit this is the mustache yeah stuff. it's
1: You just like you look at you're like what the fuck? (laughs) Oh shit, that's too good.
0: Yeah, so uh, yeah, jumping into that uh, Justice League Snyder cut trailer. What do you think?
1: I uh, I there there are bright spots in that film. Like in in general, it's still a terrible movie. There are bright spots in the film that wanted to do right. One of the things that Honestly, one of the things that I'm excited about that Zack Snyder is changing about it is all the fucking backgrounds aren't dark anymore. I that's one thing I hated about the original Cut of Justice League was like and Batman vs. Superman had the same shit. It's like everything is dark. Mm-hmm. Like the whole all the backgrounds, like there's no there's nothing to it. It's just I don't know. It just wasn't a uh, not only a great film, but just not a well shot film. And so I'm curious, uh This one, I mean, it looks neat. There's a lot of improvements. Um, Superman's wearing a black suit, like the Regen suit, which I thought was neat. Um, Looks like uh, Cyborg got an overhaul, so he's not as like jagged. Yeah, I noticed that as well. Yeah, (laughs) as he was before, and things like that. Uh, They showed off Darkseid, which I thought was neat. Steppenwolf got a uh, redo. Yep. Which I think is really, (laughs) I think it's really hilarious because. Like, Mattel was really trying to, like, back to action figures. Man, fucking Toast would just be dead right now. Um, it, action figure-wise, they released, like, Justice League figures, and they had that, like, shitty Steppenwolf as, like, a Build-A-Figure, and now they're releasing the Snyder Cut, and there's no <laughs> fucking merchandise for it. It's like, they're like, oh, these are way better. No, but Yeah, I I thought that was... I thought there was a lot of stuff that was really neat. I I think it's really smart that they're releasing on HBO Max, so... Instead of just saying, like, go out and buy a ticket and watch this again. It's like, no, if you have HBO Max, just stream it. Watch it whenever.
0: Yeah, and it's, mm-hmm. it will be a four-part, four-hour-long movie.
1: Fuck. Yeah, I mean, it. To in all earnest, though, it does need to be that long. I mean, it's the fucking Justice League.
0: Yeah, yes. and I mean, my my biggest hope for it is they get back to character development. Yeah, that was that was my biggest gripe with it. Yep. Honestly, I still feel like it's not going to be a great movie. No, um, I mean, but I mean, hell, I'll gl- gladly pay a month to check
1: it out. Yeah. That that's where I look at it. Like, I hope that honestly, I hope that things do take off. Like, I think that's the big issue with like a lot of, like a lot of these films and stuff is that the continuity gets off because a lot of people don't want to stick around for very long and i think that was the reason why like the mcu did so well is that marvel and disney had these people sign huge long-term contracts and then when their terms of their contracts were coming up they threw a lot of money at these people to renew the contracts again and they were putting decent directors on these films a lot of people of course a lot of people were arguing or on dc fandoms twitter they were just like this shit's all over the mcu i'm like you got a lot of nerve to talk about twenty, what was it, twenty-one or twenty-three films all being connected together by continuity over the course of ten years and one film comes out and it shits all over it? Oh, okay. Keep, telling, keep living your pipe dream. It's like, I don't know what I don't know what you mean by that. But I think what happens is that I think they really need to start signing on a lot of these people for long term stuff. Like if Robert Patterson's Batman takes off, like sign him up regardless. Sign him in for another Three to five films, like if you want to keep this shit consistent, yeah. And if you're doing a young Batman, fuck it, do a young Superman, like or or have Henry Cavill step in again as Superman, and you know, because Superman doesn't really age, it's like have him step in as Superman again, but like. Don't keep on giving him the same character. Start branching out into the rogues gallery and stuff. If Batman, can, if this Batman takes off and it does really well, he just went up against the Riddler for a whole entire fucking film, which is fantastic because the Riddler is like more of a B tier freaking yep. villain for Batman as opposed to just doing the Joker over again. And you can do the same shit with Superman. He doesn't have to go against Lex Luthor. He has a ton of other characters that are just as powerful as him, just as interesting as him, and you could do really well with the shit and. You know, the Snyder Cut, Let It Go is like a thing is like this is the swan song of that, you know, DC connected universe and start all over again and start with the Batman.
0: Yeah, totally agree. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um.
0: Last last thing to touch on the DC stuff is what do you think of the Wonder Woman 84 trailer?
1: I think that actually has me genuinely excited for the film now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, it looks really cool. Gal Gadot is... is not only is the woman gorgeous, but she's a perfect Wonder Woman.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> yeah I think every everything about her is I mean
1: pretty empowering. Yeah, yeah and it it looks that's one of the that's one of the few films outside of the main theme. I'm not super huge on the main theme of Wonder Woman. Uh, I I genuinely liked Wonder Woman. One I have to sit down and watch is I have to watch Aquaman.
0: You've not watched
1: Aquaman now everybody keeps on telling me that one's really good too i never sat down and watched it it's it's just a fucking dumb fun movie oh that's excellent and and that's what i mean it's like you you know it's i think another thing is too is with the mcu is that there's a lot of stuff where they take it serious it's just like a comic book they take it seriously where they need to take it seriously and then at, every time before that it's just like you know having fun it's like having fun with each other like even even some of the small like intricacies of dialogue between like characters and stuff like that, where they're like low key like roasting each other and making fun of each other, like or just like doing stuff like that, it's like showing showing that these characters are actually just not superheroes; they're actually people. And yep. I think that's where they need to get to in terms of the whole entire like the whole entire DC universe. And if they could start with the Batman, I mean, because the Joker came out and like. That was definitely, like, one of those films where, like, I thought the hype was going to be... I thought the hype was going to kill it for me. And then watching it, I was like, no, this film's actually fucking interesting. But I understand that they left it alone as, like, a single entity. Yeah. But if they did somehow work it in, like, I, you know, bridge from that gap in terms of, you know... It's it's just like the MCU. It's like all the ones that are connected together, like, you know, like all the Avengers movies and stuff like that. It's a lot of banter between other characters because of the fact that it's just different personalities. But their individual films are taken very seriously. And I think that's where they need to get to is like pretty much take that that formula and manipulate it to how they need to manipulate it. But, I mean, it could do really well. It's just they just need a foundation to start and they need to slow burn it. They don't need to fucking... That's what happened with the DC Universe stuff. It was like you released Justice League before you released all the other parts of your fucking movie. Because you were so in a hurry to get that freaking Avengers money. And then when it didn't work out, you were just like, we don't know what happened. No, you know exactly what happened. (laughs) You thought you were going to get Avengers money because Avengers is hot. And look, it's Justice League. Look, everybody loves Justice League. But I think there's a disconnect between film companies. They don't realize that people have the fucking internet. And so the first person that tells you that it's terrible and spreads like wildfire, nobody will go see your movie. The fucking Fantastic Four director realized that firsthand. (laughs) <laughs> and so yeah, it's yep. it's it's that. It's just slow make it slow building, make all these films really interesting, and then you know, get get good, decent directors, young directors behind it. And yeah. Like it's like who is it? Is it Mike Flanagan that did like uh uh haunting a hill house and stuff like that? Oh, I couldn't tell you there. Uh let's see. Let's see. I think it is Mike Flanagan. He did he did uh Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Doctor Sleep and like haunting a Hill House and stuff. He should write a fucking Constantine movie. Like do like if you were gonna do like you know yeah like have him do that kind of shit. Have him write a darker like horror film for DC if you wanted to branch out. Like because Constantine is essentially like a, uh, like a paranormal Doctor Strange you know what I mean it's like you know and it's like pull directors like that like start actually spending money and making to make money it's yeah it's it's that kind of shit where you can you can definitely make DC a a viable thing again if you took it seriously anyway that was was DC fandom yeah just a little bit
0: (laughs) yeah Um, and then for the last last thing for news let's just end it on a really sour fucking note Fuck them. <laughs> um control slash remedy slash five oh five. I'm I'm imagine this is coming more from five oh five, but they've issued a response to their kind of backlash on their four K upgrade of getting the Ultimate Edition to get that next gen version.
1: Yeah.
0: Um it's even worse than their announcement of how to get this next gen version. Basically They've come out and put a large statement together and kind of with some bullet points and essentially said that they they've acknowledged that somebody's gonna have to get left behind and ultimately it's it had to be the people that already bought the game. yeah. <laughs> and that there's just no no way to functionally do it to get the upgrade out to the people because it is strictly locked behind that ultimate edition, which is bonkers.
1: Yeah, which is like I and and what was what was even shittier about it was like the way they were talking about it. And then they were just like, Well, if you have the disc based version of you know, it's like or if you have a PlayStation 5, you can enjoy the full backwards uh, compatibility yeah, yeah. I forgot about that on part. the of the PS4 version of the original version on the PlayStation Five, and it was like or you can just fucking upgrade it, you asshole. Like, you know, it's... It was... And they weren't... They didn't say anything like, you know... They were just like, oh, well... Pretty much it came down to the DLC. Like, the Ultimate Edition has it all in one package. And they didn't want to differentiate between... You know, people who had the DLC and people who didn't. And so, it was just like, oh, well... You know, we don't know who bought the DLC with the regular version. <laughs> the, the Ultimate Edition, it's all in one package. It's like... You guys are a bunch of fucking cocksuckers. This game didn't sell well. And then all of a sudden you're just like, Oh, thanks for buying it early. By the way, fuck yourself. Buy it again. It's like it's like, oh well, if you have the money to buy it early, you can just double dip. And it's it's so shitty because like I was one of those people that bought the DLC and everything. Now I don't even want to play it. Like I That's yeah, that's and
0: not been good.
1: No, and I'm one of those people where like I have, I have a ton of games to play. I always do, and I have no qualms waiting until this game hits the bargain bin. And if if this gen is any indication, it will not be long. You know, it's like I don't have to pay forty dollars for this game. I'll wait till it's twenty bucks. Like I have no problem with that. Yep. It's and the messed up part is like I was really excited to play it again. Like I was willing to play through it again, and I was like, oh cool. Like I upgrade, I'll play through it again. I'll get the DLC and stuff. And nah, no thank you.
0: Yeah, and no, I mean this. This was probably a game that, when it came out, was probably the most talked about for the ray tracing. Um, yep. I mean, until then, I mean, I, I honestly, I didn't know much about it. Yeah. And so it was one that I was very excited for, kind of to jump back in and even replay it, go through the DLC on the next gen hardware. But like you said, am I'll gladly wait until it goes
1: super cheap. Yep. Yeah, I have no qualms. I have no qualms doing that. So, uh, just to... it's just it's it's just it sucks because a company that was not really struggling but like struggling to gain fans, you immediately dashed all of that with a couple with one statement. A lot of people were probably really interested in playing Control or playing the upgraded version of Control, or buying or buying this gen's version of it to play it on the cheap and then play it again, but. You know, it's, it's pretty much what they're saying is, is like, fuck old fans. We're trying to get new fans, so we're not worried about you guys. And it's like, you know, you want to tell them like, we're the ones who, and a lot of people on Twitter responded that way. Like, you pretty much burned the original adopters and your actual core fans, and burned all them in hopes of getting new fans. When, you know, people like us were were really excited for that kind of stuff and were willing to play the game and show that it had playability with the upgrades, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not worried about it. I'll wait till that shit hits the bargain bin. I got a ton of other games. I got other shit to play. I'll replay Witcher 3 before I <laughs> replay Control. <laughs> and and I hope, I mean, I know
0: Xbox is doing the smart delivery that they're yeah. not enforcing anybody to do. But in the same sense, this pisses me off. But I'm also glad that it's out there because it's probably allowing a lot more companies to redress how they handle this in the future.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it always takes that one martyr to backlash everything look yeah. at all the stuff with loot boxes and everything so i'm sure that they saw the negativity they got for it and they probably people were like oh shit we shouldn't do that just yet i mean it's like and that's the thing too it's like wait for a remaster or if you really wanted money like that charge people for an update yeah you want people to have an upgrade like i mean because that's a that's what Nintendo did with, like, between the Wii and the Wii U. Like, you had virtual console. Like, you could play the version of the game, like, essentially through the Wii menu on the Wii U. But if you wanted, like, the updated virtual console version of it, you paid an incremental amount. So you paid, like, a $1.50, $2 per game. And it would update it so that way it would update it with, like, modern stuff that the Wii U had. Pretty much a quality of life update that you paid pennies on the dollar for compared to the original. A lot of people were upset at first, but they had a lot of features that made it, like actually like really nice you can pay for something like that i have no problem paying you 10 20 bucks for an update like you know especially if i'm getting like a 4k like really nice update or like or include it with the dlc your original adopter cool do you want this uh you want this ps5 update that includes all the dlc oh cool just buy our season pass and we'll go over and update you to that one so now you have a bunch of people who own this game are all of a sudden flooding you with a 25 five dollar update or people who bought it ahead of time bought the update ahead of time. It's like, thanks for buying it. Here's an update for you. It's yep. It's it's not difficult, and just, I don't know. Like, I would like to see... I'll probably end up keeping track on the sales of the Ultimate Edition just to see where it goes and see how many copies it sells. Because if it be fucking bombs. Which I kind of hope that it does and doesn't. Like, I hope it just breaks even. So that way it shows them, like, you guys really fucked up on this. Because I think everybody who wanted to play it has already played it. Yeah. So yeah we'll see well cool well that's that's gonna wrap us up yep
0: and we'll see what's in store for next week and toast will be back from his vacation so i'm sure
1: we'll get to hear all about it yeah he'll bitch at us about this episode (laughs) (laughs) i listened to it for 15 minutes and i fucking turned it off (laughs) as you should
0: yeah but thankful for everybody else out there listening um where can they find us bob
1: you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at complete geeks
0: all right and then link for the discord is in our show notes so we yep. will catch you all next week see ya see ya